If you put Need for Speed over Forza Horizon 4, you are a communist. Hey guys, how's it going? This is Oliver. We have an exciting new episode of the Mo Video Games Podcast. As you can see, my recording setup is pretty shit in comparison to Maxwell's, so I look like doo-doo, uh, I probably sound like doo-doo, I probably smell like doo-doo, but you can't smell me, so guess what? Only two negatives are being given to you today. Hope you're excited for this episode of the Mo Video Game Podcast. We kind of gloss over to the games as we've talked about every single game other than one. Um, that we covered this week already but uh yeah guess what we don't talk about minecraft that's a good thing maybe joking i'll let you find out as always enjoy the episode thanks for listening and enjoy because i'm talking about the same games today we're actually we're doing a repeat two games this episode gonna be fire we're talking about detroit become human horizon zero dawn and nothing else no sure. No nope. other no other games to talk about. Honestly, there's no top fifty. It's top two. And those are the games. Drinking a a fucking delicious cafe misto. Never never had one before. It's supposed to be half coffee, half steamed milk. But it ain't. <laughs> but it ain't, baby. That's what's important. It tastes you know when you like have a normal espresso-based beverage, such as the carved wrap, and then you throw in the shot of espresso and just gives you that extra little punch you need. That's how this is feeling. But it's starting to, to, to fade away, so I don't know. I don't know. The deeper I'm going in the cup, I'm about four ounces in, and it's starting to taste a little less exciting. So so it's coffee and steamed milk? Mm-hmm. Okay. How's the, the temperature? Temperature's great. It's hot. My, my esophagus scalds each sip, which is what I'm looking for. But, uh, yeah, when I add milk to coffee, it just tastes like doo-doo, reliably. But it just, it drops the temperature, big annoyance, reliably. Um, you gotta get a frother. I know, so this was, this one's, this one's not bad. I'd consider doing this again. Well, how... We're advertising all coffee chains in this podcast now, by the way. Yeah, we've we've opened up. Starbucks was a little disappointed in last week's episode, so... They paid us $1 trillion. Um, it, how... how Price-wise, <laughs> how does that compare to, like, a typical $6 Starbucks drink? I mean, that's three... This is three forty-five. <sighs> so it's definitely cheaper. But it is just coffee and steamed milk. Yeah. So it's what, like, I think, like... It's like 70-something cents more expensive than the coffee. So you're paying 70 cents for less coffee, but you get the steamed milk additional work has to go into it. That's true. Are there any flavors, or is it literally just... I did, yeah, it's just, I'm pretty sure it's just both, but I, don't, I didn't I didn't take too much time reading the application. I'm not going to lie here. That's fair. I, I think I've gotten a Misto before. Yeah, it's... I, I, I enjoy it. I would definitely consider getting it again. It's a nice switch up. I've been really pounding the black coffee a lot and have been honestly kind of needing the taper a little bit. I know. Need some variety. The black coffee is just hitting hard, so now we're on that that gray coffee. This is a grande coconut milk cascara latte. That's what that that first thing. Blonde latte. What do they do for coconut milk? CCTM. Cocoa to milk. <laughs> and cascara latte. And it's a blonde, blonde espresso too. But they don't list that. I got the cascara because you just love cascara. I feel like every I, if you go to Starbucks, you're like, can I get the cascara feta wrap? Can I get the cascara drink? <clears throat> it's one of those, like, I, I think it's, and I say think. <laughs> I think it's lower calorie type of sweetener. Um, I have. It just means you're going to get diabetes from it, right? I think cancer is. What oh yeah, that's the one. To, yeah. yeah, that's the word. Diabetes is if you have sugar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. trying to prevent diabetes and get cancer when you. Do Honestly, that. worthy trade. Worthy trade. That's a joke. I think <laughs> it landed well. <laughs> haven't thought about it really. I would recommend as a doctor neither, but I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to recommend anything. Yeah, as a doctor, if your patient had cancer, you, would you wouldn't say, tell them. <laughs> I was just going to say you'd say that's bad. Yeah, hey, uh, sorry, uh, you have you have cancer, and, and that's bad. How do you feel about it? <laughs> I don't know why I'm interviewing you as a doctor. 
But still, how do you feel? <laughs> it's because you're also a podcaster. That's true. You never turn it Not off. Not a tech tuber, though. Not yeah. a tech tuber. But you are a doctor. I am a doctor. To be clear. I was close to being a doctor, right? So I definitely thought about it. That's true. It's like halfway to becoming a doctor of science. And depending on how you look at it, way more than halfway. Whew, yeah. Let's not go down that rabbit hole right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, definitely been thinking about... I, de- I definitely wonder if I should have stayed. This is, this is we're digging into life stories now, but I definitely have been wondering lately if I should have stayed um, and just finished up the PhD. Then I was like, maybe I should just go back and get, because I could probably still knock it out in two years um, since like literally every credit would transfer, right? Mm-hmm. So. Dr. Stroh. Dr. Stroh. I was just like, man, I liked what I did in the lab. That was fun. They were all for good, like, the projects were all to help research, which I like, or help people's quality of life through research. Double whammy. Um, and it's like, where else am I going to get, if I like that thing, then shouldn't I get go get the experience from that thing? But then it's still the same thing that I thought in my head, which was just like, it's just soft enough tech-wise that I just don't know how hard the skills are going to be coming out at the end. Um... It's, we use we use Arduino just enough that I'm like maybe it's not employable. <laughs> maybe it is. Who knows? Well, I guess the question is, are you getting more tech right now with what you're doing? What I'm doing, I am learning how to do IT, which I guess isn't horrible, but it's a little horrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just like if it, like sure there might be some downsides to that, but if it's better than what you're doing now. Then- that's where I'm at, and I just feel like everything else. Everything else is just like such a great option area, though. You know, it's just like since I haven't done it, I don't know, and I'm not really one to make too egregious of assumptions. I don't think I use that word correctly at all, but I don't care either. So fuck you. <laughs> My opinions are <laughs> egregious. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, because like, like. For someone who has, if you haven't worked in IT, let me let me describe to you my experience doing networking and sysadmin. Because I'm sure Max will love to hear this as well. What you do, you get something, you're like, we need this. You're like, okay. So you then, get it. So then, we need it. <laughs> so then you Google things installation manual or things configuration guide, and you pull that up, and you're like, I don't need this. I can do this myself. So then you run through it, and then something weird happens. So then you read the installation manual and realize that there's like one thing that's like, oh, you got to go into... SQL Server Studio and slip this one parameter, otherwise your database will self-destruct and corrupt your system instantaneously. And you do that, spend like eight hours debugging that, and then the shit works. So really all it is is you you either read the documentation and have essentially no critical thinking, or you try to at least guess your way through it and use previous intuition and then fuck it up. Sometimes you get lucky, sometimes you don't. Just depends on how, honestly, depends on how shitty the system set up in my eyes. Because really, if if you can't set up a system, if you can't write enough fucking scripts to install a system, well, then that's that's their fucking problem. I mean, I'm solving shit that looks like it ran on Windows XP. That's not okay. It's 2020. I don't even know when XP came out. Hey, at least it's not Windows Vista. It was at least, XP at least came out more than 20 years ago right i thought that was like a 90s platform maybe it was it was, it, was it, really it, very, it was very close to like 2000 yeah. it was either right before or like but there was windows 97 right so was it and windows 98 Ooh, but so xp is not 99 i can tell you that much yeah no, i felt because they had the like windows like millennium edition that like nobody had yeah um, or knows about um millennium edition the millennial I, edition it doesn't work i think it is what it was called it was me i think windows me that's not right. Am I crazy? Does this sound right, guys? Canadians, comment Canadians. below. Um, Windows XP. Oh, oh. For sure, came before two thousand. It definitely came two thousand one. Big old, big old, <laughs> ooh, big old, big old PP shot there. Um, Wait, okay, I'm go- I'm gonna look up the Windows ME because I I think that I I'm just curious now if that's correct. I'll look up Windows ME. I got you, bro. Millennium Edition. Oh my God, I am. Well, I just look up Windows Me. I am a tech tuber. You are a tech tuber. <laughs> and it was released in two thousand. Ooh, man, um, my Windows knowledge is <laughs> prime. But yeah, so that's that's pretty much. Yeah, I'm not really. I I feel like I'm doing a lot less creative and critical thinking where I'm at, and I feel like I'm decent at that. And by decent, I mean pretty horrible. But 
employable. So I mean, you are for sure. But regardless of that, like if you enjoy that, then that's almost almost hunt it down. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry guys. <laughs> Got difficult presses, baby. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I don't know. I had this. I had this. I know, dude. I really yelled. <laughs> Now, I had this weird dream that, like, one of my old, like, bosses or, like, one of the old people I was contracted through, like, came back and was like, please come back to the lab. It's <laughs> like, well, I was already thinking about it, man. So if you're saying it, then I gotta. <laughs> I woke up and I was like, fuck, that was a dream. That's like, you know, in the dream, everything's so clear, right? It's just like, this is the path. Then you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm actually depressed and just going to watch League of Legends streamers in bed or something like that and call it a day. So, hey, Were you excited by the dream? I was a little excited by, about the dream. I might be telling right there. Might, might. If you woke up to disappointment that it wasn't real, I don't know. That seems telling. I mean, it was also like stressful and anxiety inducing because, yeah, just like lots of factors about that lab that stressed me out. I guess I already highlighted some, so. It's definitely a possibility. Definitely thinking about it. Definitely also thinking about just uh, like becoming a bum, shooting myself in the bum. <laughs> Eating a, eating a bum. <laughs> Interpretation intended. Double entendre. Cannibal, cannibalism, Egregious. Cannibalism and, and booty eating. Sorry, Mom. Um, you've never heard those terms before, so that's a joke. Booty is just a fun word to say. Booty is a fun. Booty pops. <laughs> <laughs> Pun not intended on, on saying. Um, I had some tech thing, but I honestly forgot what it was. It's not. Oh, it's not really tech. Uh, I was wondering if you heard it. It has nothing to do, honestly, with anything we're talking about. Um, I can't stop. I'm, I'm excited for us to go. <laughs> I heard that The Last of Us was slated for a TV show. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, that's old news. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I, my phone but, just told me. My well, phone no, just told th- me. There is new news about it though. Okay, well, my phone just told me that, but I just read the headline, because that's yeah. what I do. No, it, it is hype. So but before, they were definitely, like, working to put together a Last of Us TV show, but it, HBO just greenlit it. So <laughs> Just lit it on fire with green fire. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they, they were, like, putting it together, but then the actual, like, studio or the channel, whatever, network, has to actually approve it. And, I see. Like, so they, they probably had some kind of, like, storyboard, proof of concept thing they brought to HBO, and was like, this is our vision, and HBO was like, Perfect. sounds great. Yeah, so that seems. I mean, that that seems hype. Uh, if I'm being honest, I guess it I, doesn't seem like something I'll watch. I'd probably check it out, but I just I feel like video game adaptations to other media streams is terrible. It's always bad. Like when I see like like uh, you know I'll get advertisements like oh the video game movies coming out. I'm like that's bad. That's not good. <laughs> that's reliably gonna be bad. Like if it comes out and people really fucking like it then i'll go and watch it like uh i would have watched uh the pikachu movie i heard good things about that oh detective pikachu yeah oh yeah that was great yeah i heard good things about that but that's what i'm saying like i would not be i'm not a release person with those because i just i think i think the prior data is too suggestive that it's going to be shit on release i i think they do well when they don't like try to follow like the mainline game series yeah so like detective pikachu i mean (laughs) Well, Pikachu is a detective, so that's that's true to the Pokemon story. That's <laughs> I mean, what Pokemon's but, about. The, I mean, Detective Pikachu stuff exists. Like they, they didn't create Detective Pikachu, but it, it's not like mainline like Ash Ketchum like story. So because I think less people are familiar with it, it excuse me, I think did better. Um, and like the new Uncharted movie that's in production right now sounds horrible. Um, well, is promising because they're not like following any of the plots of the games. And they're following a young Nathan Drake, played by Tom Holland, um, who played Spider-Man in the recent Marvel movies, if you're not familiar with Tommy Boy. Um, so that gives me hope as, as well. It doesn't for me. Oh, well, yeah. But I, 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 we are an- antithesis. Anti- anti- I know, I'm Mr. Hype Train. Anti-theoretical, yeah. I'm, I'm literally, I put bombs on the Hype Train track and make sure that it derails. Which is funny, because one of the games we talk about today... Is one of the few times that Oliver got. I was hyped. on the hype train, and I was fucking right too, because that game deserved the hype. Mm-hmm. I felt very good. It came through in all the ways. Honestly, if it didn't, I probably would have literally. That's too violent to say. I would have been disappointed with hype train. <laughs> and ironically, it was a game I was not hyped for. 
I know. And then you learned your lesson, and since then I've been hyped for every single <laughs> yeah. title. Since then. That's I'm why. I'm locked up once, and now I'm forever hyped. Yeah, I was reasonable so, before I yeah. got to the trail. Yeah. Yeah, you saw you saw your, the air in your ways when I called the one, one, the one time I got hyped. There's been other games. I just can't think of what they are. <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario 64. I was definitely hyped for the remaster, which is good, but the thing is, I've just played those games so many fucking times it's just like back in the saddle baby <laughs> um good news for you though is because i will be watching the last of us series and uncharted oh for sure I'll, I'll just let you know yeah i know that's what that's the best part you gotta you gotta get a friend like maxwell <laughs> who'll do the research for you i take one for the team i'm like the guy who tastes the food to see if it's poisoned yeah no no I, you don't do that <laughs> Well, I'm like it. I'm like it. Practically the same level of risk. Yes, exactly. There, that, that I agree with. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I also got the great pleasure. Maxwell doesn't know about this one. I got the great pleasure of touching the cloud controllers this week. The Luna and the Strava. It's a joke because they're yours. Oh, um, I was so confused. I was like, yeah, it's, it was wait, a joke. but I was there. <laughs> uh, or, no, not, not the Strava. Oh, man, the bike. <laughs> My biking at I the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Might as well be, yeah. Stadia controller felt like doo doo, felt like a big old big old lumpy 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 second doo doo. I did not like it, but the Luna controller actually felt pretty fire. I know you have video, so I won't talk about it too much. But I was it was kind of hyped to feel like well not super. Or did the video oh, already come I mean, out? We we can talk about it. No, the video is not out yet. I'm still this one is is a little bit more. Check out the video on on Maxwell Lewis Gaming. Um, I I don't know when it will be coming out. Um, because I'm trying to I'm I have like a full Excel spreadsheet comparing all the different ones price performance and there's like so many different platforms for each of them like you can play on a pc on your phone on a microwave on a laptop wi-fi ethernet so i'm trying to do like lots of different comparisons to see what the experience is like kind of across the board um so it's going to take i don't know maybe a couple weeks would be my estimate if you care (laughs) or looking forward to that but yeah no i mean we can talk about yeah he tried it on my internet and it was horrible yeah, the one one thing I will spoil for you um, is that at least Microsoft's X Cloud, um, you you need the five gigahertz band on your Wi-Fi router. Um, Two point four gigahertz is just there's too much crosstalk interference. It is a bad time. But five gigahertz, whew. easy, beautiful, cover girl. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Um, you'll, you'll hear more thoughts on there. And I actually, I keep adding more to it. Originally, it was going to be Stadia and Luna. And I was like, well, I might as well throw xCloud in there. And now NVIDIA GeForce Now um, has entered the arena and is the, the final one, to my knowledge, of kind of like the big cloud gaming ones. And GeForce Now is honestly... Looking hype? Looking pretty hype. Um, I, ha- I haven't tested it yet, but... Uh, Stay tuned and you'll see why it is so hypey. Um, yeah, actually, no, I'll just, I'll say one of the reasons why it's hypey. Um, I can't wait, baby. They they include ray tracing um, in their cloud gaming. Pretty hype. So I'm interested to see how that works. Pretty hype. I might not need the 3080. You don't need a 3080. You just need internet. Which is asking a lot because even though we have access to high-speed internet in the U.S., I feel like a lot of people don't actually have good internet connections. So, yeah, rip and peace. Correct. But yeah, I've been doing a lot of testing. Um, played played a decent amount of Stadia, decent amount of Luna, um, some X Cloud. That's only available on like a phone, um, so that one's a little bit quicker to test. Um, it's interesting. It, yeah, just heavy, very heavy on the end. Yeah, like there's there's a lot of good, a lot of bad, and a lot of in between. So, yeah, IP tech news. There's no way that that's comfortable. And the PS5 is uh, phenomenal. So I did get it since we last recorded, and uh, been playing it. And uh, yeah, it's silent, and the games. That are at least out for it, optimized for it, look great. Astro's Playroom, the game that you said you might get, you immediately bought. 
That, that, I blame your brother. <laughs> I know. I knew you were gonna blame him too. So I just figured I'd just let you. I'd let you get that out. I know. I was it's like, not like you. It's not like you wanted it before. Then I, I was on the edge. I wasn't gonna jump though. But then, then Oliver's brother Christian came and was just like, boop, just tapped me. And really, it, it was something that I wanted. But and then it was like, oh, okay. Well, if someone else is really interested in seeing it, and the PS Five is hard to come across, I was like, you know what? Doing a favor. Doing a fa- doing a community service by purchasing that game. Yeah, I am happy with it though. Like it, after watching him play it, like I looks hype. Yeah, and it looks really good. Real. Yeah, crazy good at sixty frames per second. Because I knew they had like the image quality at thirty frames per second in a high resolution. I'm always like, man, like on the Spider Man, um, the sixty frames per second gets. I don't know why I'm putting that in quotes. <laughs> sixty frames per second removes ray tracing um, and I think drops resolution as well. Horrible. So a, a huge, I mean, it's still, it, it looks phenomenal, but it's that's a pretty big cost for the 60 frames per second image quality wise. But like image quality wise on Demon's Souls, like it is. It looks really good. Yeah, that's nuts. But I also just like the like art styling of all those games and the environments that they draw. So it's like, essentially if you just like, <laughs> really if you draw it at all, I'm probably gonna be like, it looks great, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to draw a pointy castle I like it. I like it. With a shield. Dark colors. And then long, long views into the distance, into the horizon. That's true. I'll cut a hole in the paper. Yeah. (laughs) And the castle. Yes. Um, Yeah. Yeah, game is hype. I feel like I've been super busy with, like, freaking putting together tech stuff and, like... Not a tech tuber, though. Not a tech tuber, though. I'm I'm, I'm on the road to it, though, man. (laughs) You're driving. You're on the hype train to tech tubing. (laughs) I don't think I'll ever, in, until I do it full time, I don't think I'll have enough time to truly like get good scientific results. But, uh, hey man, I, I like you're that, working yeah. there. Getting out of your doo doo job. <laughs> oh, baby. So, yeah, we want to talk about games? Hell yeah, brother. All right, well, it sounds like both of us are going to be talking about one game today. <laughs> Hey. And we'll bring up another one. Yeah. So my games. I don't even want to talk about the first one. <laughs> <laughs> so tired of talking about it. Okay. We don't have to. It's, d- it's d- Minecraft, and I feel like we yeah. just we just hit it, and I'm just like, man, if I was listening to this podcast and I have to hear them talk about fucking Minecraft and not like one cohesive, like if we talk about it, I'm cool with doing the episode. But I swear to God, if I if I was a listener. <laughs> I would be like, I'm fucking done hearing about Minecraft. So I'm, I'm. Yeah, no. T- talk about your other game, and then just be like, this is why this is better, yeah. and this is why this is not better. I did read one fun fact about Minecraft, though. The sound that gas makes came from the sound producer's cat waking up. So. Yeah. Pretty dope. That's that's crazy. <laughs> love cats. I actually don't love cats. I just love Chocho. And Mocha. Nope. <gasps> Notice I said just Chocho. <laughs> I did notice that, and I was upset. The other game, oh man, that was easy. We should talk about Minecraft all the time. That was the easiest. Yeah, we're done now. Uh, other game, the one that's battling Minecraft. The real question is, can this what can this game come out on top? Can it even survive the gauntlet that is known as the mining and the crafting? Super Smash Bros. Melee. <gasps> I know, juicy, juicy fighting game released December third, two thousand one, which was like less than a month after the GameCube came out. So around the time Windows XP. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so I'm not gonna call it a launch title, but I'm gonna call it a close launch title. <laughs> okay. Uh, developed by Hal Laboratory, published by Nintendo. Shocker Walker received a 92 out of 100 on Metacritic. Whew, Minecraft nice. received a 93 out of 100 on Minecraft PC I, Edition. I told you you said 92. Wait, what? <laughs> I, I already got. So if you, if like, you, uh, the last podcast. I called Oliver out for misspeaking, and then I was wrong. Um, <laughs> so now I'm pointing that out. And, hey, here we are. I, I, because I didn't, I didn't acknowledge it when I was editing the last podcast. Um, but I was wrong. I just want to go on record. Oliver was correct. Damn, damn right, man. I don't get these often, <laughs> so we take them. Okay, well, I'm not going to talk. We already talked about Smash Bros. is a game. You know, normal attacks, special attacks, characters jumping around, knocking them off the stage. Describe the game. There's single-player mode. Who plays it? Not many people. Actually, I almost always play single-player mode when I play that game, but I pretend like people don't play it. Um, What is single-player mode in Melee? 
they I don't know I think they still have the classic mode which is just fight after fight after fight mm-hmm. until you get to the the master hand or like the hand of chaos whatever they, they they added I'm pretty sure like the second hand like there's like one really? hand yeah okay. and then and then there's the hand that like is like I don't know smoked crack or something like that and the it's helping hand. going yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what that's <laughs> what it's called when you smoke crack the helping hand um <laughs> t-i-l uh so they added like a adventure mode which essentially they just like broke up some of the fighting stages with like a platforming aspect so you'd just be like running across i mean it's just it's a 2d platformer <laughs> that you're fucking running across i don't know how else to say and some of them are like uh some of them are timed so there's like one where there's like uh, essentially there's a shit ton of doors and the one that i'm thinking of that you can exit so you can exit whenever you want but you get more points the farther that you go along and you can like pick up more like their trophy collectibles and stuff so that you got to like decide like do i have enough time to get to the next door is it even worth it or if you're just trying to play through the story and unlock more characters then you're like first door that you see you're just like get me out of this like this is a waste of time um so yeah it just kind of depends on how you do it and then they have the all-star mode as well um another single player mode where you just fight every single champion in the game uh I don't look at gameplay, so I don't... I mean, it's obviously not all at once. The game does not support more than four people on the map at one time. God, that would be wild. Um, But yeah, I don't know if they do it like... You have one life to go through all of them. I just don't remember if your damage carries over or not. That's the That would be tough. It's definitely... I recall it being not an easy game mode. I'll put it that (laughs) way. (laughs) Um, So, some interesting facts read about the game. Uh, Masahiro Sakare said that horribly wrong but that's okay we're just gonna call him ms <laughs> for master dude microsoft <laughs> head of production he led the game through a development period they developed in 13 months um which he said was destructive on his life he apparently took no holidays and essentially only took short weekends um to develop wow. it in 13 months he felt great pressure to deliver a quality successor to the 64 instance of the smashy smash understandably um and i'd have to say it turned out pretty well a lot of people like melee is their favorite uh brawl got a 93 melee only got 92 so i mean the critics disagree and ultimate got a 93 so the critics double disagree (laughs) uh but melee is the best and and that's what's important (laughs) Uh, since it was one of the first releases on the GameCube, it was definitely like a big highlight of like like Demon Souls highlight of the graphical improvements from it, which was pretty exciting at the time. Definitely cool seeing those not as low polys characters <laughs> as the N sixty four. They tried putting in three. They okay. They tried replacing Ness with Lucas, and then Hideo Kojima was like, "Bitch, you better put Solid Snake up in that." Um, and then uh, Miyatoma wanted Sonic in there as well. But because there was such a de- short development cycle, they were just like, we can't do that. So um, all three of those characters were supposed to be in Melee. Or like what they like got at least got requests, if not planned, to put them in Melee, but never made it in. As well as uh, like Roy and whatever his bro, Marth. Yeah, Roy mm. and Marth originally weren't supposed to be in the NA edition. But when they like showcased the NNA uh, the two characters got like a lot of really positive response. So then it ended up not being just, it was supposed to be just a Japanese exclusive and it ended up being in the NA game as well. So lots of, lots of interesting, I did not, you don't think about like the process of getting characters into the game. Mostly just because when I played the game, I was like 10 years old. So like, what am I even thinking? Um, is, is, is Sonic in it now? He's in the newest one, right? He's in ultimate. I thought like 90% sure. I'm gonna actually go to 100. He's super in the newest one, cause he jumps off the red the red jump block. It says up B, pretty sure. Yeah, he's in it. I don't remember him at all. Pretty sure we played him. Um, I've played video games. That's true. So there's some comparisons. Really, just compare comparing between uh, Brawl. 64 why i think here in the timeline if you traject either way you're wrong uh, <laughs> uh i mean the big thing with melee over essentially every other game is its pace and it is probably one of if not the fastest smash games that there is mm. uh significantly faster than brawl a little bit faster than 64 at least this is like 
been a while since I played. This is a lot of just reading other people's opinions. But this is the collection, and I agree. I remember Melee's fast, and that's what makes it exciting. Yeah. It's just like, I don't want... Okay, well, first off, Brawl has fucking tripping. I don't even remember that. But apparently you can just randomly trip in that game. I don't remember that either. Yeah. That sounds awful. Yeah, it's just RNG. It's not like you do shit. You just trip. Um, when I read that, I literally said, destroy that game in my head. <laughs> I have it. We can check it out sometime. Yeah. That sounds super fucking dumb. Uh, Melee has 26 characters, and so that's 14 more characters. More than double the characters that were in 64. There's only 12 characters in 64. Um, and then with the graphical improvements, the fighting being faster, just updating. I mean, you make an update, but it felt like it was big enough to warrant. I mean, you're literally more than doubling the characters. I think that speaks for itself. Over so, 13 months. Yeah, a lot a lot of big improvements. Yeah, the, the first two games were released within like two years of each other, and then there wasn't another Smash for, I think, eight years, seven or eight years after that. Damn. So, yeah, they definitely really rushed this one coming out. But, yeah, those are reasons for 64 to kiss my booty. <laughs> Um, and then like brawl was just it was really defensive uh a lot of it like it was really hard to break the shield and so a lot of it was just like you both just sitting there waiting for someone to make a move because you can kind of just shield it no matter what and then like counter attack uh there was a lot of complaints about how essentially like if you i don't know if it was like on a per champion basis but essentially there's just combos that like your your hit stun isn't long enough you know because like when you hit someone you have x amount of frames where they're just not going to be able to respond right like they just can't input a movement um and so the hit stun was like too short so there's just combos that you just couldn't get off like they could like the other person could literally just spam and response a combo every single time sure and so it's like uh i mean i i understand counters to an extent but in a fighting game if you just like negate part of the person's kit especially if it's across like all champions you know it's just like oh like she can never do this move because you can always just spam one ability in your kit to cancel it essentially yeah that's really dumb that's just bad game design um i'm gonna call it uh the tripping again hated the tripping and then much slower so smash melee that's why i like it Best-selling GameCube game of all time. Don't forget it. Uh, big compliments on, like I said, the graphics, character models, the, as I wrote, banging soundtrack. Um, and simplistic control sc- scheme while being very responsive, very, it like felt, yeah, it was just a quick game. They did a good job. It, they kept it simple. Um, that was kind of, some people complained. They thought they kept it too simple or too similar to 64 and didn't do enough. But I think they, I mean, they'd add a lot of content in comparison to the last one. I know. And it's in a, a fighting we, game? We talk about this all the time. Yeah. Like, it's like, what, what, it, are you what looking more? For? What are you looking for? So, yeah, I, I think Melee is, I played Melee actually a lot while I was in grad school with some friends. Like, that was what we would do if we were hanging out. And it is just as fun today as it was before. And I, even if I had like a, there was like times where they had a switch and they had the new smash and we'd still go and play melee instead of playing the new one um i know i know that's how i feel about it the new one's fun don't get me wrong but it's not melee that's what's important it's not my fluffy little white cat my fluffy little cow are you my fluffy little cow so since i've talked so much about minecraft and not very much about smash the question is which one wins and I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel, and then I'm going to tell you why Smash wins. <laughs> I wrote my notes. I sat on my bed looking at my notes, thinking, hmm, what game should win? And I was like, honestly, Minecraft. Easy GG. Uh, Smash has kind of tilted me lately because I just get, like, friends just get pissed off really bad, or I get pissed off really bad. It just pisses people off. People just can't handle the heat. Can't handle the heat of the rift. Um, that's really frustrating. It used to be so much more fun. And then, yeah, I don't know. I've just I've had, like, on and off bad experiences with it. So I kind of go through phases where I just fucking hate Smash games because people tilt so fucking hard on it. Um, yeah, which, again, just, a shame. just makes it not fun. Um, so, yeah, that's why I was just like, I mean, Smash is a classic. It was definitely close. But that, that to me, was the point that was pushing it over the edge. And I was like, well, we already said we're going to do a Minecraft episode. So Smash, I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to talk about, as we discussed, I'm not going to keep bringing up fucking Minecraft if we're going to do an episode. So I think for the logic I presented, Smash is taking it. The 
the second axe is being driven into Minecraft only to be ripped out in its own episode. I know, so. to truly become the greatest game of all time. <laughs> it gets its own bracket by itself. <laughs> One game bracket, guaranteed to win. Um, so yeah, that it, it hurts a little bit. You know who... You know what game doesn't tell people? You know what game brings people together? Minecraft. Forza Horizon. Forza does do. Forza does do, just not as much as Minecraft. Yeah. I mean, it is the greatest selling game of all time by a large margin. And I think that in of itself just kind of makes it not a good candidate for this bracket because it's... It's immortal, and we're trying to talk about mortals. It's like any time you say it's not as good as another game, it's like you're just almost categorically incorrect. Like That's fact, baby. Fight me in the comments. I know some of you disagree. Other than Stickbold. <sighs> Don't spoil the winner of the bracket, boy. Um, God, I've been thinking about playing some more Stickbold lately. I actually You're always that. thinking about playing. I swear you always are. You, you act like it's a new idea. I'm chasing that platinum, man. Or did we get it? No, we never got it. That's one. Oh yeah, we have to beat that sure. freaking yeah, that fucking poo poo dog. So yeah, that's 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 my that's my choice. That's what's rocking out. That's what's moving on. Minecraft's good in Slaughterhouse Five or whatever. So I forgot what other thing we said. We said we we're gonna do a Mario Kart episode as well. Yep. And I'm pretty sure you still have. Do you still have a Mario Kart in your bracket? I think. At least I think. I didn't double check. I'm wondering if we should do like a like a history of Smash as well though oh yeah i mean there's going to be plenty of future content i mean we could almost do every franchise we could do a halo episode we could do an assassin's creed episode i know um, but then i was just like i should just take the double axe no one moves on from this <laughs> round <laughs> there are no survivors only games that don't get their own episode are in the bracket now i mean honestly it's just like something yeah we definitely got to just think about how we're gonna but minecraft is all also like as an ip like i think just too large like because you have Minecraft story mode, you have Minecraft dungeons, you have like survival, creative, playing it just to have fun, playing it to beat the Ender Dragon, playing it to be sad. Um, all of the updates to the game, like Minecraft is just it's it's, it's too big. large a behemoth to like to do it justice in the bracket um, and for it to go up against anything. But like Smash Bros, I think is is simple enough and clear enough to understand. And like say, even though we can do a full history of it, and I don't understand Smash <laughs> conceptually. Let's see here. Ooh, we got some stanky ones coming up. Oh man, the bracket is getting a little, little maybe a little too heated. But that's what it's, it's all about, baby. Yeah, you still have Mario Kart Wii on there. I do. Who's it going up against? What's your three, dude? Mario Kart. Ooh. Mario Kart Wii's not moving on. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the Ooh. audience know right now that Mario Kart Wii's out. Um, the juicy one that we're looking forward to here when I'm looking at this bracket, at least this part of the bracket, The Last of Us Part Two versus The Witcher Three is gonna be a uh, that's gonna be a naughty dog right there. <laughs> that's gonna be a spicy one. So, got some good ones. You know what game's gonna? <laughs> Excited to see which one wins between. God of War versus either Dead by Daylight or Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition Remix. There's <laughs> some tough competition some, in there. Oh, man. Yeah, that's moving on for sure. Let's see here. Yeah, that part of the bracket's kind of cheating because it's literally whoever you put in first place against the middle of your bracket. But. Yeah, we got Forza moving all the way up. GTA 5 versus Skyrim. That, I think, will be juicy. I think that would be a little bit harder for you. Oh, there's lots of hard matchups in here. And then know, there's almost at, an equal number of super slaps. Uh, yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at, like, like literally, like, Forza guaranteed to move out of the entire part of that bracket. God of War guaranteed to move all the way out of that bracket. Uh, some of the Sims 3 guaranteed all the way. <laughs> You're making some bold assumptions there. Not really, dude. Forza Horizon 4 versus those games. You're actually going to tell me that one would move on. I'm saying it might be spicier than you think. I don't agree at all. If you put Need for Speed over Forza Horizon 4, you are a communist. <laughs> On record, baby. Universal basic income. Here we go. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm done looking at the bracket now. Unless, unless, unless you want me to tell you more slappers. Oh, no. We, we good. The slappers will come. Don't you worry. I know. They're making me sweat pretty bad. Yeah. It might just be the Cafe Misto. <laughs> 
Right, let me get some agua. You've literally said that Forza is the best, one of the best racing games you've ever played. Actually, you've said it's better than every other racing game you played by an order of three thousand. That's a lot. I can tell you're stuck on this one. I'm just gonna be really tilted if it doesn't move on, but that's okay. Because Skyrim versus GTA Five will be spicy. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are we ready? Are you ready? I don't know if anyone's ready. Well, we got to talk about A0D at some point, so... I suppose. All right. My games this week. Detroit Become Human. Which is going to lose. And Horizon Zero Dawn. Which is going to win. So I'll talk about Detroit Become Human first. Um, okay, I'm done. <laughs> we've already spoken about it, so... Um, and as, as we're going through these and we've kind of already discussed games, we won't be doing as much background information on them because you can go back and, and listen to our initial thoughts on those games. Be just kind of refreshers and getting everyone up to speed and then talking about why games lose versus other games. So Detroit Become Human, it's an act, I guess not action, it's like a quick time event. So it's like an adventure game butterfly effect game i added butterfly effect but it's i think it should be its own genre basically branching storylines decisions you make affect the future and affect different things pretty cool um it is by and large the best branching storyline game i've ever played it just has and therefore it, wins. <laughs> it, it is the it, the the I can't speak now. You know what game Forza Horizon 4 is going against? It's Until Dawn. You know what that is? It's a branching game. It is, and it's not as good as Detroit Become Human. I know. <laughs> and you put Forza Horizon 4 above. Okay, I'm done. My case is rested. <laughs> um, shit. I also noticed when I was editing my most recent YouTube video that I say, um, a fuck ton. Um, I agree. Um, yeah. I'm going to try and not do that, um, which means cool. there's going to be lots of pauses and my brain's going to break. Starting right now. That's not how that works. I do agree. It does seem, from the little I've watched of it, it seems well, it, at least much better than Until Dawn. I don't know what other butterfly ones, but the Until Dawn was, it was good, but it just felt felt a little not good. <laughs> it, it was the branching storyline aspect of that game was who dies by the end. But there wasn't really anything beyond that. It was like, oh, you did this one thing that might cause a character to die later. We don't know. And then the character may or may not die. Yeah, and they also like tried so hard to like make it to you. It was like, I felt like they, they did a lot of work to make sure that like it doesn't feel like you're, you can predict what's going to happen because yeah. of it, you know? Or like Detroit, since you're investigating, I think it follows a lot more of like logical constructs and is a little more predictable within it, which I think is harder to do, honestly, than just like throwing random shit at the wall and having it stick. So, yeah, and it's uh, all the decisions are pretty deeply woven where there there are seemingly innocuous decisions you make that actually have believable and hard ramifications. Yeah. Later down the line. And there are what I was trying to say is there are so many branching it shows you at the end of every level like all the decision points and it it hides the decisions you didn't make only shows you the ones but you can see where it could have branched off differently um and shows you all the different options so pretty dope um it was developed there i go with the um again um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make an um jar and i'm gonna throw money in it and by next week i will be able to afford a mustang uh <laughs> hey you didn't get the um there you got true. the uh God damn, it's terrible. Developed by Quantic Dream, published by Sony Interactive Entertainment as a PS4 exclusive until dawn. <laughs> until no, it was no, no, uh, take sorry. that one yeah, back. Right. That one was bad. <laughs> but it was good. It was a little good. It was a little good. Until it was released on the PC. So it was <laughs> until it wasn't. <laughs> it was until it wasn't. This is the story of until dawn. But it would, that, I think this was the first game that was a PS4 exclusive that did, we didn't know was not going to be at some point. And it's kind of Sony's trend of starting to, like, years later, releasing games on the PC that were PS4 exclusives. For example, Horizon Zero Dawn coming to PC and also Death Stranding coming to PC. 
but oftentimes a year and a half to two years after the original release. Which I think is a a good way to do it. Yeah, if you, it's like I, I, I realistically don't. I, I don't want to buy a PlayStation. You know, yeah. so it's just like now they're tapping into the me market. Exactly. <laughs> and I like being tapped. And so, <laughs> <clears throat> and software is so easy to distribute digitally. Uh, Here you go. <laughs> and it. I told you my brain was gonna break when I can. It's my crutch. Uh, you get to watch the improvement over time as I learn to speak again. Yeah, I'm not cutting these out, by the way. <laughs> That's good. Because there's nothing to cut. True. I don't say those words. But yeah, software is where a lot of money comes for these companies and distributing. It's effectively zero cost to them to make it available. Other than, I mean, there's some light development costs to prepare it for a different platform. 20 bucks. <laughs> 20 bucks. <laughs> Just dole it out. But now that all of the consoles are basically on an x86 architecture, it's like much simpler than it would have been in the past. To or they're basically glorified PCs, and then you tap into a whole market. And then also the consumer benefit, even though it's a couple years later, you never got the chance to check out a game. Now you can. Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to play. Uh, what's it? What's the? What's the walking? Death Stranding? Yeah, yeah, I definitely want to play Death Stranding. And that that from what I've heard was a phenomenal PC port. Yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn, twas not. Ribbon bees. Yeah. That's Which, okay. We got we got to take it in the sauce. Day before true. official release too. You remember? We got the we got I got the I got oh. the game. Yeah, we ain't, we're not there yet. Okay, so uh, that's Detroit. <laughs> D- what's d- that what's d- that dumb game we're talking about Detroit Becomes Stranding so Ooh. it was released for the PS4 May of 2018 and then PC in December of 2019 as you remember from the previous discussion it was based on there's this tech demo in 2012 called Kara which is ends up being one of the three main protagonists of the game later and that was kind of like the inspiration for the game and it was fleshed out obviously quite a bit more than a five minute visual tech demo got 78 out of 100 on metacritic actually a little surprised that's low yeah it's it, i think in our original discussion we kind of talked about how there's a little bit of controversy they there's a lot mm. of like racial like injustice undertone stuff not like the game is not being racist but it's sometimes criticized being a little tone deaf with regard to it. like they're trying to send a message but they're kind of doing a poor job at it i'm <laughs> don't not don't be racist <laughs> I there's there's plenty of good analysis and videos out there. I recommend do some research, see what you think, form your own opinions. But I think that's that's part of the reason why it did so poorly initially, at least. That that was the PS4 score. I think it got like an 80, so not much better on the PC. It's just weird. I don't understand like what I've seen from the game. I just don't understand how they're trying to make that point. But I mean, I guess good for them for trying to make it at least, right? But yeah, that, that just seems weird. That seems like not what the game was going for at all. It seems like they really had to force it in there. I guess what I'm trying to say, like, yeah, I mean, the idea behind it was like, androids are now like the minority that w- they were initially built to work for you, and they're becoming sentient and or deviant as it's called in the game. And so there's a, yeah a lot of connections. Not great. Um, there I go again. Another Mustang dollar right there. But an, an interesting <laughs> note I made was it actually did award-wise very well internationally versus in the U.S. How well? Very. Um, so Detroit. Detroit, yeah. That's that's pretty much all I had. The, the note about more awards internationally made me wonder if the fact that America's history with racism and racial injustices is why it didn't land as well and then someone on the outside in other countries maybe didn't pay as much attention to that yeah or didn't care so so that's an interesting thought form your own conclusions h0d h0d horizon zero dawn the winner of today's game so as oliver alluded to previously and as we discussed oliver was on the hype train certified Certified hype train. Oh, I was also on the hype train for Dying Light. Ooh, that's true. For another sure. bang. Another another hype train. Definitely, def, definitely delivered on both of those, or they delivered. 
Oliver was so much on the hype train for Horizon Zero Dawn that he pre-ordered. Unheard of. Unheard of behavior. Before and after. Honestly thought I was ill. <laughs> and Amazon did too because they delivered the game a day before it was released. Which was hype. That's how we became game reviewers. <laughs> That's true. That's when the podcast started. <laughs> Actually, probably was kind of around that time when we started the blog. Oh, well, yeah. When we started the blog, I thought it's 612, though. Oh, maybe. Hmm. Either mm. way. History. So we got, the, we got the game. Got the game day early. Popped that, popped that guy in. Shout out Titan. Picture to. this. It's our final semester of undergraduate and... We got a video game. That's all you need to picture. <laughs> it was hype. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is an action RPG developed by Guerrilla Games and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. Back in February of oh. 2017. Oof. 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 And released for the PC August of this year, 2020. Ooh. And they, I, it wasn't a great release, but from what I've heard, there have been updates, as they do, that have dramatically improved it. But I think there are still some little hiccups and issues and stuff, which is disappointing. I think it's still worth checking out. I don't think any of them are game-breaking, not worth, but just the everyone, the Death Stranding, which uses the same Decima engine, was such a strong PC port. I think that's why people were a little bit let down by Horizon Zero Dawn's PC port. But anyway, Guerrilla Games is known for the Killzone series, which is a first-person shooter series. And this was their first IP in well over a decade, if not more. To my Centuries. Opinion. Centuries. At all. <laughs> and they they essentially, at, at the end of the Killzone 3... They had the entire team say, you guys can, like, anyone at Guerrilla Games, start pitching ideas for games. And they had, like, over 40 pretty well-developed pitches. And this one was considered to be the riskiest one. And why they went for it, I guess, I don't know. There's actually an interesting, like, interview documentary online that you can check out and see they, they kind of go through the history of like the pitch and then developing the engine and going through uh kind of cool if you want to get a little bit more history on it but they switching from a first person shooter to then a third person perspective open world rpg is a big shift and the decima engine the game engine that they developed was developed for Killzone shadowfall first person shooter so they had to make some adjustments to it in order to get it working appropriately for third person but it that that engine has received numerous awards and it was so good that Hideo Kojima used it for Death Stranding so just kind of fun little techie stuff in there for you but yeah development began essentially in 2011 right after Killzone 3 and then once Killzone Shadowfall was released in 2013 they had another project they were going to start and that got cancelled and they threw all of their resources at Horizon Zero Dawn and the lead writer of Fallout New Vegas became the narrative director for Horizon Zero Dawn. And a lot of people are big fans of Fallout New Vegas. Mm-hmm. I haven't personally played it, but I think choosing that as kind of their narrative director because the story is where the game absolutely shines. I mean, it shines bright like a diamond <laughs> all over. Visually stunning, gameplay is incredible. Even its tower climbing simulator is refreshing. Yeah. Tower moves. I know. Genius. So, getting into the plot a little bit. Oh. I won't go too far because the the story is a banger and you, you will get the most out of it by experiencing it for yourself. But it takes place in the 31st century in a world where humans live in these scattered like tribal groups. And the world is being overrun by these machines. And the machines are kind of replicas of animals we know. Sometimes dinosaurs even. So there's some of the machines look like, I don't know, ostriches and deer. Crocodiles. Panthers. Pterodactyls. Dinosaurs. Robot dinosaurs. Robot dinosaurs. And you play as Aloy, the protagonist, a lead female protagonist, which at the time 
and I mean, even today is still a big deal, especially Sony even later admitted that they were very hesitant to green light the idea of having a female protagonist. And they did a bunch of focus groups to see if it would be marketable, which is sad, but fortunate that the focus group showed, yes, that would be extremely marketable. To be fair, apparently the world can't handle a lesbian main character too, so. Oh yeah, Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah, damn. It's, when we say world, we mean America. We don't we don't want to throw anyone else under the bus. It's just us here. Oh, well, that's not true either. But it's mostly us. We assume it's mostly us. That's true. It's mostly ju- it's it's us. It's us. Just us too. Movie from games. J.K. We love it. Aloy is a phenomenal protagonist, and the actress Ashley Birch won some awards as well for her performance. For terrible performance. <laughs> But yeah, you, you play as Aloy, and you're an outcast in this tribe. Uh, you kind of show up on their doorstep as a baby, and because of the tribe, they have these weird traditions and things. Like, if you're not one of them, essentially, you're this outcast. And so you get raised by this other outcast. And the whole driving force of the story is you're trying to figure out, like, un- uncover, unravel your history. Why, why the world is this way? Why do you exist? Who are your parents? You are kind of like this like orphan thing that just showed up. That's the driving force of the game, and there is some wild stuff that happens along the way. There's some turns. Some skirt. Some twists. And your main arsenal, because this is kind of like a tribal world, even though it's the 31st century, you're essentially using bow and arrow. You have a spear. Uh, you have this thing called like a trip caster that can like literally cause the dinosaur robot things to trip over themselves. You can like tie them to the ground with like the, the spear, bow and arrow stuff. So it's a very primitive tool set, but there's different, like, there's electricity, there's fire, freezing, there's, like, different elements that you can kind of combine with those. And it's actually, it doesn't sound like it, but it's pretty varied gameplay. Well, it's like a primitive set of items, but it's all made out of, like, high-tech shit, essentially. Yeah. Because right? they're using all, like, everything that, all the, all the items, I assume, are just supposed to be, like, seem like at least that they're made out of scraps of, most likely, the, the robots, I assume. I don't know where else they're getting their material from. Yeah, so there's no manufacturing going on in Age Zero D. Let me tell you that you're not walking into the power plant being like, "Spin me up, Scotty." <laughs> and there's and that's a that's a good point. So crafting is a big element as well, and all of the machines have resources and different resources and different weaknesses, and so using those resources to help you craft and build better stuff is a big game mechanic as mm-hmm. well. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's man, it is so hard to do this game justice without talking about the story. But, but I can't. just, I just, we can't ruin it. It is that good. The game looks phenomenal. Environments dank. We can talk about that. Hell yeah! It's it's diverse. It true looks gorgeous, especially for running on a base PS4. Uh, running on a PS4 Pro, it, I think increases resolution and maybe a couple of the effects and stuff but i mean you don't need that to they do the thing that i like where you can look really far into the distance and the world looks super dope uh there's like yeah good good diversity of biomes but yeah they definitely they definitely like the like oh we can render farther distances so we're gonna make sure you know that and i'm like that's why towers i'm pleased that's why they move wow look at all that nature Uh, let's see if i had any other i guess we can kind of talk about the awards as one so Tragically, only an 89 out of 100 on Metacritic. I don't think that's... <laughs> I mean, that's still I that's, that, that's still I think that's good. pretty good. I, I, I would... If I was giving it higher, I feel like I'd only want to give it higher because of my bias for the game. You know what I'm Which saying? Which is correct. I mean... <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 think, I, I, think, I think high 80s to 90s is, is... I think that's a fair... It's a fair score. That's that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Game Critics Awards won Best Original Game. At Gamescom, it won Best Preview before it was released. Indie Game Developer Association awarded it Best RPG. Golden Joysticks awarded it Best Storytelling, Best Game Performance for Ashley Birch's performance as Aloy, and Best PlayStation Game of the Year. And it was also runner-up for Visual Design and Ultimate Game of the Year Losing only to Cuphead for visual design <laughs> and Zelda Breath of the Wild for Game of the Year. Oh, fuck that game. 
<laughs> the 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 competition was looking so juicy and then that game came out and you release a legend of zelda game when you're just like ah man this is just it's too easy for them you know what they release it they're like all right give us the rewards let's go like yeah but it just is uh, that was yeah i was kind of annoyed I mean, obviously, Zelda games have to come out at some point, but it's just too big of a series. It's just, like, it's literally, they could make a Legend of Zelda game where all you're doing is eating fucking sliced ham, and it'll get game of the year. Yeah, but that's amazing. And I would buy it. Yeah, I'd be like, this is innovative. (laughs) (laughs) And you put it on pizza with pineapple. (laughs) I guess that's actually not true. I haven't even bought Breath of the Wild yet, so I I would probably go through uh, Link's Awakening before I go through Breath of the Wild, just because it feels like a shorter commitment than fucking BOT dubs. I don't think you'll ever play Breath of the Wild. I feel good that that won't happen yet. Yeah, I'm calling it right now. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping to re reignite my single game playing, but I've been saying this for years now. So. Spyro reignited trilogy. Yeah, yeah, I will become the the Dino. Maybe when you go back for your PhD, I'll start playing single player games. That'd be great. Definitely possible. And if I ever work in the video game industry, I'd definitely be playing more. So. Or, or maybe you won't. You'd be like, oh, I work video games all day. I, don't I know what they do. They what the back end looks like. It's disgusting. Once you see how your food's made, you know you just don't want it anymore. Yeah, it's 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 definitely gonna be something. If I'm gonna start doing, I just have to fucking like say like Tuesday nights or something. I'm going to sit down and play the game, do something like that. Problem is, is when you get into a game, it, it if you schedule it like a week apart, in my opinion, is generally too long for a lot of. Yep. So, the, but then it turns into then you have to at least do two nights a week, if not more, and then it be it just it snowballs so quickly out of control for like a good time commitment. Yeah, dude, I, Maxwell's all about it, baby. Do be fair though, Dead Space I do essentially once a week. But I don't think you give a fuck about like the story or something like that. Like if I'm just playing Dead Space story, it's 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 not that crazy. I would play like I would play like Ocarina of Time on a once a week basis or like Super Mario sixty four. Yeah, yeah. You know, something that I'm already familiar with or don't care about the story that much. Like if I was just gonna play like if I was gonna play like Dying Light at this point, right? I already know the story. Like that's not what I'm playing for. I'm playing for the that banging music, that banging environment. Essentially, if you put the color orange in an environment, I probably think it's great. Because that's the first environment I think. That's of why Gears of War two was so great. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like uh, my favorite Dark Souls two environment. It's got it's got that orange yellow man and I'm just like, "Ooh, that's a good one right there." <laughs> the HCOD takes the W. <laughs> but yeah, all, more more awards. Writers Guild of America outstanding achievement in video game writing. The Dice Awards outstanding achievement in story and outstanding technical achievement. And South by Southwest excellent Excellence in visual achievement and most promising new IP, Game Developers Choice Awards Best Technology, and the British Academy Games Award Best Original Property. All right, mic drop. Horizon Zero Dawn. It literally blew both of our minds. I I don't know how better to describe that the story shooketh us to the core in a way games really hadn't previously. Story. Made me at a minimum tear up. Maybe cry. Honestly, kind of forgot. It was a long time ago. But it was. It was. It's definitely. Yeah, definitely hits hard. Hits home. Hits deep. <laughs> but in a in a great way. Nothing. Nothing feels like a cheap shot or an easy like. Oh, we're just gonna pull at the heartstrings for this. Like it all. For sure, they just touch yeah. subject matter that I think other games don't touch or try even attempt to touch. You know, it's just like. Uh, yeah, it's just shit that I just don't see. Literally discussed it all. Um, honestly, IRL for the most part and in games. You know, yeah. it's just like something that just feels so... Like the whole yeah premise of it is overlooked. Chocho, calm down, please. My goodness, that tail is not happy. So yeah, that's it, 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 goes, it goes hard. It goes hard. It goes hard in the paint, yeah. If we have not done a good job enough, a good enough job yet of hyping you for the game... We Don't have worry, failed you because it's moving on. <laughs> yeah, the, the Horizon Zero Dawn for sure wins wins this round, and definitely go check it out on PS4, on PS5, on PC. Not on the microwave. Not yet. Not ever. Twenty twenty one, baby. That's only Minecraft, baby. Um, yeah, that was about the easiest shit to call possible. That was that was an easy matchup. Yeah, that game is 
Wild. That one goes. Yeah, that one. Wait, did you say? Oh, oh, I have H zero D versus Horizon Zero or Horizon Zero Four. <laughs> Four to Horizon Four. Yeah, the Horizon matchup. Yeah, that one is gonna be bad. Uh, that's gonna be a bad matchup. I don't know what to do there. Oh, it's gonna go against. Beep. <laughs> I don't want to say, man. I already know what's winning the the other matchup, but I don't want to. I don't want to ruin that one's easy. You know. One. Oh yeah, one. for sure, for sure, for yeah, sure. You can't you can't punch my nuts like that and not take, just take my money. <laughs> oh man, that's gonna be that's gonna be a spiteful one, my dude. <laughs> Yeah, this gonna get nothing but more hype as it goes on. Get ready! It's plug time though, baby. So we are now officially on Podbean, which is where it is hosted. You can check us out on Spotify. You can check us out on Google Podcasts. You can check us out on Amazon Music Podcasts, and we can now be found on Apple Podcasts. And Pandora is still pending, (laughs) but pretty much any podcast service. Check us out and YouTube as well. Mo Video Games, no spaces, M-O Video Games. You can check me out on YouTube, Maxwell Lewis Gaming, spaces in between. <laughs> on Instagram for at Mo Video Games, at Maxwell Lewis Gaming. Twitter, at M Lewis Gaming. Twitch. Which I don't, I don't tweet, twit, I don't twit. <laughs> I don't twat. But I do have a Twitch if I do in the future. It's also Maxwell Lewis Gaming. Mm-hmm. And yeah, plugs. <laughs> well, I don't have what any, else you got, boy? I don't have anything to plug. I haven't streamed in forever. Um, I also don't want to put my stream information on this. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So yeah, we, we got those plugs. Stay tuned. Maxwell Lewis Gaming got some cloud gaming to it. Dead Space final episode coming. It should be the same day that this is released. Go check it out. Mo video games. We're just gonna just gonna keep getting excited and have a safe holiday break. However, you're choosing to celebrate. If you celebrate or not, stay safe out there. Stay Things are getting scary. Stay thankful. <laughs>